Silver pills. This Harrison struggles to find whatever is bugging. There's an eyelash eye. in my eye. <laughs> oh, make a oh, wish. Make a... <laughs> I, I wish this thing would stop poking oh, I me. I flew in, in my eye. other eye. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're back. Yes, we are. Another we're week. Back. Another week. Another cold week. It's gotten cold now. Yes. Oh. Now that we've passed the initial. Uh, fun of halloween and all the good stuff and the leaves are probably they're not at the point of this recording but i'm sure by the time it comes out the leaves are long gone and the cold is slowly nestling in Man, we depending have, on where you live <laughs> i was gonna say there's still green grass half well, only we, half a... we have green grass all winter it doesn't oh, mean it's not yeah. cold <laughs> we have half our trees still well there's still half green on a lot of our trees out here well i said here. <laughs> at the moment of the recording, not <laughs> anyways, oh, yeah. before we get started, please remember to leave us five star ratings and reviews. Please remember to share the show via social media, word of mouth, text message, email, fax, page, er. You have a pager? Uh, I'm sure some people do. Oh, I guess. I mean, I don't. Uh, Hand deliver articles, maybe like party invites to your neighbors. Right. Uh, how else could you share it? I don't know. Be creative. Know. Use your drop, imagination. Drop pamphlets out of airplanes. There you go. That's a good one. Snail mail it. Um, Snail mail. Yeah. Send it via stagecoach. There's a hundred different <laughs> ways you could do it. We just ask that you please do it so the show can continue to grow without your support we wouldn't be uh, growing like we are. So thank right. you, everyone, for ev all the word of mouth, all the five-star ratings. We really do appreciate you. All the encouraging words, we mm -hmm. really appreciate those as well. We've been receiving a lot of those again lately, and it helps us get through some of the um, the harder times is sometimes you hit lulls, not lulls, but lulls <laughs> in, lull. in this field, I suppose. I don't know. I'm assuming. I've heard it talked about on other podcasts where it, things just kind of seem to fizzle down and stay stagnant for a little bit. And um, 
words of encouragement or anything like that really helps uh, spark us, you know, give us that little kick in the shorts to stay motivated. So thank you, everyone that does that. And thank you for keeping us in your prayers. Yes. If you need prayers, if you have a creepy story you'd like to share, you would like to be featured on the show, words of encouragement or anything else, as long as it's not demeaning, hurtful or anything like that. And even if you do send that recipes, that's a great idea. Recipes for good pizza or soft pretzels, maybe homemade ice cream. Those are all wonderful ideas. French fries. You can email all that to (laughs) silverpilled at gmail.com or find us on Instagram, silverpilled podcast. If you have loose pocket change that you would like to donate to support the show and keep the lights on. We do have a Venmo and a link to that will be in the description below. So thank you ahead of time for everything you, the loyal listener does for us. We love you all. We do pray for you and we hope that you stick with us and that we can provide you with some information, encouragement, or maybe just mindless babble, travel, while you work something maybe to look forward to i don't know i don't know we, we are seem to be doing something battle. yeah we seem to be doing something right so right. <laughs> we'll just continue doing what we're doing as long as right. you guys do i'm just thinking that'd be cool to get recipes and we could try them out you're still on the recipes i am sorry i haven't had dinner yet okay well yeah <laughs> send recipes over yeah my, my wife will cook them because if i do they'll be terrible just because i can't cook <laughs> at all all right anyways we are going to jump into this week's episode which is one that lowell and i have been thinking and talking about doing on and off and finally the time has come for us to tip our hats to hat man yes the uh wow i've got nothing Man, I was on a roll. You were on you... a roll, and I just train wrecked that. Man, Jeez, I had the momentum going. I was trying to come up with another good hat pun. And you're not even of... wearing a hat. I even wore a hat, a hat to this episode. Jeez. Man, I really dropped the hat on this one, didn't you? I? Yes, you did. <laughs> Finally got one. So, okay, go ahead. No, you said you had history. I figured we could start off on the history of this um entity well i the history i i really know of is that doing a little bit of research into it it was almost like a um a benadryl thing like this strange entity the shadow man usually described as tall trench coat and a fedora hat would be standing in the corners or somewhere in a bedroom or wherever you're sleeping. I've heard stories of people sleeping on the couch and it being there. So it doesn't really matter as long as you are in a rest restful state, but it was um, kind of blamed on Benadryl side effects. So yeah. people would say, you know, people would take a bunch of Benadryl, whether sick or not, you know, and then hallucinate this the same entity across the board and again like science always does it tries to blame the most likely thing i mean i think Mm -hmm. that's a pretty good stab in the dark but the problem with everything was is a lot of people have seen this entity without the use 
of any sort of sleep aid or illicit drug because yeah. we know that Aaron Rodgers, I think we've talked about that in the past, mm-hmm. had um, took ayahuasca and allegedly saw this entity, the hat man. Wow. So, you know, whether that be using a drug to open up or thin out an area into the spiritual world that this entity could come through, but it does seem to appear to people without the use of anything mind altering. So that was kind of the history of it. The only, the strange thing about this entity is that it has a hat. Yes. It's not your typical shadow figure where it's darker than dark, you know, head shoulders body that you can just kind of see this guy's always wearing a hat hence the name hat man right so yes that's what i was i found actually some places where they originally started calling him the benadryl man oh okay i didn't hear that because of that yeah i found one or two older articles that talked about it um and just my kind of thoughts on that before we get too deep is i'm wondering if because it, it's really exploded. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It was one of those years. things was I I didn't think that, or I thought I was the only one. Mm-hmm. Another one of those cases where people started to talk about it and share their experiences with others. And before you knew it, everyone was coming out of the woodworks with the same, the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if because these people would take Benadryl and they would have maybe it would bring on a sleep paralysis and when i say sleep paralysis i'm talking the the medical sleep paralysis where your mind is awake but your body is still asleep Mm -hmm. um or so they would take that and they would maybe see it at that point and they were only seeing it because they had the Benadryl that put them in a sleep paralysis when they never had sleep paralysis before. Or that he is causing a supernatural sleep paralysis where you're actually awake but being held down by him. We're not sure. Because I don't have... I wasn't able to find anything where people were fully awake and we're paralyzed by him. Okay. I right. I reached out to Reddit. I won't get into that right now. And asked people to share their Hatman um, experiences with me. And a lot of times in these experiences, they were fully awake mm-hmm. with and able to move. Oh, so okay. it wasn't even, you know remotely close to sleep paralysis which right you know sleep paralysis itself is an enigma when you get into the spiritual realm of it it's been around for a long time yeah where to the point where they believed that you know the the witch it was called a witch Mm -hmm. ride a witch would be sitting on you in the spirit realm when you're in this kind of you know unable to move but fully awake state and they believed that a witch was in you know taking over your body essentially by sitting on you and so mm-hmm. they would call it a witch right so it's been around for a long time right and you know that could be the fact that they didn't understand what sleep paralysis was and superstition mm-hmm. was rampant then 
but there is i'm not saying that everything in this is explained by scientific sleep paralysis i do believe that there are two totally different sleep paralysis there's a scientific one that i've experienced i've never Mm -hmm. i i have experienced sleep paralysis but never where entities were involved or fear was involved. I mean, I mm-hmm. was afraid at the time because I didn't know what was going on, but it had nothing to do with my surroundings or anything like that. No, it was more just fear of not yeah, being able what's to going on. Why can't I yeah. move? Am mm-hmm. I awake? Am I asleep? Cause I, you know, so right. Um, we'll put that to bed right now, but topic of the night is this hat man entity or we get too far yes. off. Well, maybe our my internet just went red. So, really, so yeah, good on my end. Are you okay? Well, I guess I'll keep going then. So you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, yes, and I looked into that story because it's been the first um, big name person I've heard who had it. Okay, um, it kind of brought it really main mainstream. Um, this is from the website sportsmanner.com. Um, if anybody else out there is like me and doesn't know sports, he is a quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Um, he's been in like the Hall of Fame and stuff like that. So very um, popular, I guess, person, very public figure. But he was going down to Peru for several years and using ayahuasca in the offseason to help him i don't know what people do i guess um become a better person um so i do not i think using ayahuasca is very dangerous people just like any hallucinogen Mm -hmm. i mean but for some reason a lot of that anyways good sorry sorry for some reason ayahuasca seems to be very um potent Mm-hmm. especially in the supernatural realm now is that so, the same as dmt it it contains large amounts of dmt okay so dmt is a hallucinogen and an ayahuasca tea oh okay um so he started seeing this hat man after i think he saw it on one of his um trips his hallucinogenic trips on ayahuasca and it seems to have followed him home um one of his quotes is that it appears to him quote veiled in darkness holding the corpse of a dead rabbit and sometimes a blade Hmm. so that one was interesting because most of them i don't hear that's the first time anything i've heard of it involved with anything besides his hat right trench coat um he recounts a story where he was alone in the locker room um and all of a sudden the lights started to flicker and then turn off one by one and he says quote it was right behind me not even breathing hard i heard its feet hitting the ground in a constant rhythm i ran to my car opened the door slammed it behind me and locked it as fast as i could Hmm. um as on the article was written 29 August of 2023, and it says in the article that he plans on isolating himself in complete darkness for four days to defeat the hat man. Hmm. So he's a hero. Yes. What um a Billy. Never mind. 
anyways cool I, guy yes <laughs> i uh there's a okay so how did he know it was behind him i don't know i think he saw the lights coming okay. turning off and he turned to run and it from my understanding okay again, that would make just sense. from his quotes and okay. then he could hear it behind him okay um i think i don't know if it was true or if one of the websites made it up that he can that he even contributed uh losing a game to the hat i'd heard that too Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's true or or just kind of a made up headline sure. grabber. Well, I'll give it to him. You know, like you said, he is one of the big mainstream people to talk about something that was initially initially just blamed on a Benadryl overdose, right? Or right. a Benadryl side effect, I should say. So it's interesting that he of all people would be talking about it. It's not just some guy right like we are right. it's not just like us talking about it this is a mainstream individual with a lot on on the line to to be called a weirdo a looney tune especially to be admitting to the use of illicit drugs like that mm-hmm. while being a professional nfl player right so right. there's a lot to lose over a story of something that allegedly doesn't exist yeah 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 that's pretty um is a pretty groundbreaking story and i'm kind of happy that he came out with it i don't i wouldn't wish that on anybody but the fact that he's bringing it out and the fact that he's such a public figure bringing this stuff out mm-hmm. means the paranormal is starting to become more mainstream and right hopefully it can become less taboo and we can actually start talking about it more and more mm-hmm. i agree um, and maybe people will be less afraid to tell people their stories and their experiences you know so Mm -hmm. yeah so we do know that this thing is a very real entity and a lot of people do have a tough time actually talking about it it's almost i've heard it's like saying skinwalker or Mm -hmm. you know talking about lilith or something where you know it's the he who shall not be named it's the voldemort right? right and you know i don't i'm not necessarily superstitious like that um but a lot of people do this guy this hat man does seem to invoke fear upon uh pre- being present mm-hmm. an insurmountable in 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 measurable amount of fear almost go. like bigfoot in some circumstances right? interesting yeah, it is it is it kind of gives him a fear without even giving him something to be af- afraid of yeah I mean, well, a dead rabbit and a blade is a little... Now, I, I have but... questions about that, too. If this thing's shrouded in darkness, was it out like a shadow of a rabbit and a blade? Or was it a shadow holding a rabbit, much like a magician? I don't I don't know. I was really... I wish he would have elaborated, because everything I have found has just been a black, almost like a black cutout of a, mm-hmm. of a human. Like, there's no features. Kind of like those old... I don't know if you remember them i know i used to see them all the time growing up at like um uh tourist gift shops it's like the black cutout of the cowboy leaning up against the fence oh post. yeah 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 that's kind of what how i thought that's like old school hat man right do you there. remember your boba fett cardboard cutout <laughs> yes that we used to hide around the house to scare, <laughs> to each, scare other. each other you turn a corner and there'd be a figure standing there it was just your darn boba fett cardboard cutout <laughs> no, uh, that was a lot of fun that was anyways anyways 
I'm sure our sister will remember that one as well. <laughs> <laughs> Not in a good way. No, no. So, so anyways. Go ahead. Yep. Oh, I got, like I said, I got a couple more stories or if you got any. Nope. Go ahead. Um. So this one, um, this one. So there's a whole website out there called the Hatman or hatmanproject.com. Um, it's okay. somebody who has a website who is collecting stories. It looks like he's even writing a book. Oh, wow. So if your listener is, if our listeners are interested in looking into this more, um, that would be a good resource. I've read a few of his. It seems he has several pages. Oh, wow. That's experience. pretty, that's a cool it's, idea. Mm-hmm. Hats off to um, him. <laughs> there you go. Um, so this comes from someone uh, who said in he grew up in or this happened in Appalachian country so somewhere in the Appalachian mountains kind of a, a poorer area a lot mm. of drug use and stuff um, he said he was 18 to 23 years old he couldn't remember exactly when but he would go out for a walk when he couldn't sleep so he'd have a hard time sleeping get out and do this he said he had about a, a two mile walk he had a fire station where he'd walk to and turn around and walk back um the last part of the walk was over a stretch of railroad tracks um and you know basic railroad tracks he said they had gravel like four or five feet off each side of the railroad tracks you know he just walked down them then turn off onto the to the fire station and then turn around and come back was his was his walk when he couldn't sleep trying to get just collect his thoughts um he said it was a summer night and he was walking down the tracks and he sees a hat man standing next to the embankment, the, the gravel embankment. Hmm. Um, so as he's approaching him, he kind of raises his hand and gives out a greeting just to make sure he doesn't spook somebody or, you know, somebody's on drugs or doesn't want to be seen. Mm-hmm gives him a chance to you know leave kind of thing okay. just to say hey look i'm here before you you know you do anything somebody stupid or... yeah yeah okay. yeah so the the figure didn't did respond it just stood there and he felt like it was just kind of watching him as he walked by um giving him the creeps he was kind of watching he didn't want to make direct co- eye contact but he kept watching out of his peripheral vision um and just kept walking the figure didn't move at all the entire time he walked by him hmm. so he walked down to the fire station and was just kind of sitting there and hanging out given the he thought it was a human right thought mm-hmm. it was like a weirdo so he's kind of giving him some more time to maybe move on before he had to walk back by it um, so he loitered there for a little while and he decided it was time to go back and turn around and start walking back um and he gets back to the same spot where he saw it and it's still there. Oh. So again, he raises his hand in a wave and says, hey, hi. And kept going still. And he, he says, just give him a creepy, dreading feeling as he's walking by this. this well, at that point, entity. I'd be pretty disturbed too. <laughs> right? So he's still watching out of the corner of his eye. He gets past it. And a few steps past, he gets a really strong urge to turn around and he spins around to look and the entity's on the complete opposite side of the tracks without oh. making a sound oh faster gosh. than he could be 
um, and without even crunching on one speck of gravel. Interesting. Okay. So that's would be pretty creepy. So what um, if you just book it just home? booked it home. Yeah, booked it home and closed the door. Yeah. Um, and then the second sighting, he was in his home and he said he had a golden retriever that was very laid back calm well-behaved dog and one night it just exploded barking and then was ran out the back door just barking and growling trying to get so he's like oh great so he goes thinks the dog maybe just has to go out or something maybe it got sick so he goes and he opens up the, the main door and as he's reaching to open unlock and open the screen door he sees the same entity standing uh, in the corner of his yard staring at him so i could follow him home right so he like wrestles the dog back doesn't let the dog out and lo- closes and locks the doors the dog's still sitting there freaking out um and then about two years later his wife told him she had saw it peeking in their bedroom door one night oh uh, so now it's in the house so now it's in the house like just slowly oh creeping in closer and closer um but none of it was when he was asleep at all. Like he right, was that's wide interesting. Awake. That is um, interesting. But never did anything. Just just watched him and gave off a very creepy feeling. Very creepy well, vibe. That is creepy. <laughs> yeah, you know, shadow people is creepy enough. The mm-hmm. idea, you know, I've never seen them. I've seen dark shapes out of my peripheral, especially when vacuuming mom and dad's house growing up. For some odd reason, right. I always saw down the hallways. Oh, but never anything like legitimately standing there so i can't even imagine mm-hmm. you know as far as the dog going berserk i have one or two thoughts either a like we've talked about before the animal has the sixth sense or b it's one of those dogs and i've met a couple you know through my friends growing up where uh, you had to take your hat off around them because the dog hated oh, people really? wearing hats oh wow so i've never met a dog like that oh really well I, I yeah mean, sadly i think it was because most of the time the dogs had been abused by their previous mm-hmm. owners by someone in a hat and so yeah more so a, a distasteful joke about the dog i gotcha shouldn't gotcha. make that joke i, I don't care <laughs> well it's just interesting that the dog could sense it inside the house well again people sense the fear so if people mm-hmm. can sense it, and dogs are allegedly, we think, hyper alert to, to stuff like that, especially in comparison to us, I can't see that being argued away, right? I, it would only right. make sense to me that the dog could sense it even before him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's another kind of following following you home, almost like that hitchhiker effect. Again. Yeah. Well, again, Aaron Rodgers, it followed mm-hmm. him home. And then yeah. it started affecting his wife. So there's the hitchhiker mm-hmm. effect to his wife even right right so i don't know that one really was was pretty creepy um i don't much care for this topic well i found other stories where people actually said they got a comforting feeling from it but people say the same thing about bigfoot mm-hmm. it's like some people and aliens are... yeah i like, know it's like aliens in your room aliens when they yeah. shouldn't be it's most of the time it's fear but sometimes it's like oh no i was really at peace mm-hmm. i don't understand i really don't i would think 
Oh, I would think if it's like completely 100% evil, then 100% across the board, people would be like, it's evil. Yeah. Not, you know what I mean? Not the random, oh, actually, he baked me cookies. Right. And it, it would be different if it was like one person. But I would say one out of every seven, one out really? of every that's, ten. That's a pretty good spread, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, like I said, I only got a few pages in on that website. Wow. So they're either, and a lot of people were like, I don't know, it's just there. Weird. So I read one on Reddit. He's like, yeah, I just see it. He's just kind of always, I either see him out of my periphery or just see a quick glance of it, you know, what ducking if, back. What if but, it's two different entities? What oh if God. one is like a ghost with a hat? You know, mm-hmm. people say that they see like Native Americans in a headdress sometimes, you know. What if one's yeah. the ghost of a gentleman wearing a hat and one's the hat man? Right. One's one's evil and the other one's just a just there. A benign I mean, yeah. something that we don't yeah. know what it is. Whatever it is, you know, it's not but but hat man, it seems to be a little bit more, you know. Maleficent, Maleficent, well, mal, mal, mean. He's a meanie head. There you go. Yes, it's just <laughs> odd to me. The hat, any, mm-hmm. you know, shadow person. It's just a shadow person. But this guy, literally, his name is the Hat Man because of his fedora hat. Well, not always a fedora as well. I've seen top hat ones. Well, I, we actually, pipes. I just got a top hat story sent okay. in tonight, so it's. That was the first one, but um, I did. I mean, the, I looked at the fedora like that was first came out in 1883. There's nothing. It was after a play called Fedora, and it was just like I was like, okay, you know, what what could this mean? What? And mm-hmm. I, you know, you can't really find much on it, mm-hmm. you know. But this guy's like, like the shadow of Dick Tracy lingering around right. the rooms. But what was that? The shadow. Wasn't the didn't he wear shadow nose? There you go. <laughs> he wore a fedora. He was dressed all in black. And How do you know coat. it was a radio show? <laughs> there was a movie. Oh, with Alec Baldwin. No one liked that. We grew up listening to the radio show. I know, but he he wouldn't be wearing bright white sparkles if he was nicknamed the Shadow. Well, you know, Alec Baldwin in a fedora is pretty haunting, <laughs> especially with his. Assorted past as of late. <laughs> I'd get a feeling of absolute dread and fear if I saw him in my room with a fedora. <laughs> oh my goodness, it's not a movie set, is it? <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, that's terrible. But that whole, you said, well, Dick Tracy wore yellow, but the shadow, he was dressed all in black with like a fedora. Yeah. And, and a lot of people, what were they? They were like detectives. Yeah, yeah, he he caught criminals somehow. Yeah, he, the sh- Dick Tracy was like a private eye, right? Uh, he was, I think he was a police. Yeah, he was a police officer. Yeah, and, and then the shadow was more of like a vigilante, like a Batman. Mm-hmm. So but I think the shadow had a cape, and a lot of people talk about this hat man having a cape or a trench coat. Yeah, I've heard trench coat a lot. So um, I don't know what to think. I I. There's too many eyewitness testimonies for me to shrug this off. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Well, um, maybe. Good. Maybe on the spiritual side of things or the paranormal or the ghost side, they're just trying to get recognized too, like podcasters and 
Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's just like a calling card. Right? It's just his shtick, right? Oh, I'll just wear a hat. Well, that's everybody will know me. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, is it an intentional thing in order for him to have an identity? Kind of like Flannel Man, shout out Strange Familiars, who Right. I was gonna yeah. Yeah, who figured that out. This strange entity of a man, like a lumberjack, seen in bedrooms. But Mm -hmm. as soon as one person said it on Strange Familiars, um, a bunch of people started calling in, like, hey. I can't believe that someone else experienced this. I thought I was the only one. And that across the boards, this is random guy wearing a flannel at, you mm-hmm. know, where he shouldn't be. Right. And disappearing or yeah, or having no face. I think I remember some stories where like literally no face, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's like a calling card. I don't, I have no other explanation for it besides a bad hair day, but you're a right. shadow. Right, you know, no one sees your hair. Maybe it's like really bad hair. I was gonna like say, it's gonna have to be like, like rude, <laughs> like my hair used to do yeah. when I had it, <laughs> like stick up like five different places on my head, like Calvin. Calvin oh my gosh, Hobbs put hair. a hat on, please. And please. from thence forward, he was known as the Hat Man. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, my other thought was, is he trying to hide something? Right. You know, is he like, is it the typical, is it a demon? Like with typical little cartoon devil horns sticking up that he's got to hide. And that just doesn't make any sense to me either. I, I really have no other explanation for it, though, besides wanting the recognition. Right. That's my, that's the best guess I would have is that some sort of calling card. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's like everybody talks about being a ghost and that's you know they're they're trapped in what they died in or whatever you know mm-hmm. what i mean they look yeah, like but it just this thing seems to have an mo i just don't know what it is mm-hmm. there seems yeah. to be intention when hatman's around and i've got a few stories that there were a lot of similarities in them so i guess i can read a couple here uh, i didn't have an experience but my brother did he and i were cleaning out my mother's house after she had passed we stayed in the home she'd passed in for about three weeks and he stayed in her room we had been arguing about assets even though she had been very clear how things were to be divided before she had passed i was to get the house and he was to get just about everything else now he wanted the house One morning, he showed up for breakfast, distraught, and said, I need to get out of here, and proceeded to tell me about a tall man in the corner of his room with a wide hat on him that had glared at him all night. Needless to say, he's never stepped foot in that house again. Hmm. So it didn't show up till the argument. Right. Or the death of the mother, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Um, So here's another one. I saw Hatman from about ages 10 through 17. He showed up when I was severely depressed, and the worse my depression got, the more I would see him. The mm-hmm. height was when I was suicidal and would see him several times a week. I would oh, wake up God. in sleep paralysis, but he but be looking at my doorway. He would stand with his trench coat and a fedora-like hat and just watch me until I fell asleep again. I couldn't see his face or eyes. It was all shadow. During the visit, I would never feel frightened or in danger, but when I could recall it the next day, the feeling of fright and unease would be there. I was not on Benadryl or any other medication. 
my wife has also had experiences when she was a kid. So I got an, I just had a thought, just pulling this out of a hat here. Oh, Um, I like where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) What happens if he doesn't cause sleep paralysis, but if we're sleeping and our body wakes up or our brain wakes up because he is there, but our body's still asleep, like we wake up faster than we should Mm -hmm. because we sense that he's there. Oh, maybe. Right. Like he causes it, but out of not like he's holding you down. Right. Not like he's sitting there. Yeah, He's not the one forcing you to stay still. It's just that your brain's like something's wrong and snaps out of sleep while your body's still asleep. That's an interesting thought that just the presence of him can wake you up. Right. Just as I was playing with the notion because it's so commonly correlated with sleep paralysis or even sleeping now you shared one and i've got several i don't know if i'll share them but of seeing it not during waking hours but or i'm sorry seeing it during waking hours Mm -hmm. but the way my mind was going was we've talked about dreams so often we've talked about this idea that there is some sort of a spiritual aspect to dreams. And if we look at the Bible, we know that to be true because God literally will, what, you know, put, who is it? Daniel to sleep just to be able to, you know, an angel came to Daniel and literally put him to sleep just so he could talk to him. So it's almost like our brains cannot comprehend what we're about to go through. It's only in a dream state when we lose rationale when we don't have to rationalize you know because i don't know if you remember your dreams ever when i can remember mine not a darn thing makes sense about them i mean some of it does like oh i dreamt about the town i grew up in again or i dreamt about work again but then like it's always something really off the wall about Mm -hmm. it that just you know it was a dream because it makes zero sense yeah so maybe that's the only time you know that something can speak to us in that sense in order for our rational brains not to be like oh well it could have been this oh well it could have been that maybe that's the only time that we're able to actually comprehend it okay you know just just a a thought that i had yeah no i don't know man dreams are they're like way beyond me you know what? well exactly but why why put people to sleep in order to talk to them like as a you know an angel as a higher entity or even when angels appeared to you know mary and joseph it was dead of night woke them up in their bedrooms why couldn't have been during the day a knock on the door i don't know why did it show up in their bedroom at night while they're sleeping there has to be a rhyme or reason to that otherwise it wouldn't happen more than one time right and there's probably is is a reason it's important that it's that time because it was mentioned in the bible Mm -hmm. it doesn't just say oh an angel showed up right 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 gives you when well even the shepherds were sleeping Mm -hmm. out in the pasture and the angels lit up the sky singing Mm -hmm. glory to god even samuel heard his voice being called in the dead of night and he would get out of his bed it called him three times he thought it was the king i forget which king it was and he kept rushing to the king saying hey why are you calling me he's like it wasn't me and Mm -hmm. by the third time the king was like look it's not me 
maybe you should start praying. And so then Samuel finally went back to bed and started praying. But again, why doesn't this stuff happen during the day? I don't know. Like, why does it have to be the creepy time? Right? Why does it have to be at night? Yeah. When you're all terrified anyway. So here's another one. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm reading these for a reason to see if you can pick something out of it. Yeah, I saw Hatman, though I was very ill at the time with COVID, but I could clearly see the outline of a shadow person over by my window with a wide-brimmed hat on. There was no noise. He lingered for maybe 20 seconds, then faded. Interestingly, he seemed to start fading when I tried to focus on his face. I never got any feelings or emotions other than what the heck. He didn't have any eyes that I could see, but I felt him looking at me as he faded. When I first spotted him, I felt like he was looking out the window. It was weird. He didn't move or turn his head. It was like he knew I was looking at him, and then the feeling of him looking back at me hit me. So I asked him what what time this all happened, and he said it was about 10.30 at night. I had gone to bed and was lying there coughing and sputtering in the dark. My room was mm. illuminated by a street lamp outside, which is how I caught sight of him. So it seems like the times these people are either physically or mentally in a bad place that was one thing that i picked out in all these mm -hmm. yep yeah um, well i was just go ahead i was just looking tonight at some of the stories on reddit and several women had talked about seeing him during pregnancy really mm -hmm. which is ironic because that's also associated with Lilith, the night demon who is associated with that they used to associate with miscarriages or still right and so far you know and some of the women were like yeah we thought it was like the reaper you know uh, it's so weird so this but almost is had, like a harbinger right well they had healthy births healthy children like there was never anything wrong and mm. after the children were born they never saw it again so is there like this in-between state whether it be when we're deathly ill you know we're going through something traumatic in our lives or you know i can't think of anything more spiritual than childbirth right like right. there's there's a spirituality that goes into that you know is there like a way that areas get thinned around us during certain circumstances in our lives that allows things to come in and, and go through right almost over right. thins out like makes portals. I hate to say it like that, but yeah. opens up portals around us through strange, just human experiences that might be a little bit more on the spiritual side. I just, I don't know. I was thinking more that for whatever reason, it kind of makes us like a beacon. To yeah. Or that, out yeah. There. you know, like whatever it is, a high emotional state. Um, if talk, I think the belief hole, talks about the fear eaters a lot where mm -hmm. like a lot of these cryptids like the dog man mm -hmm. stuff like that almost seem to try to cause as much fear as possible like they like they eat it yeah right? like a it powers them up we've speculated mm -hmm. that before too where it's like does that charge their batteries right if that's the case you know do you need a calling card right yeah maybe 
because now everyone's talking about how creepy it is to have this fedora hat wearing entity in your room Mm -hmm. that you you know with the technology and people like you and me being part of the problem (laughs) you know now now we've given this thing its identity so now when it shows up you are automatically going to associate it with fear and dread Mm -hmm. because of all the stories you've heard and now his job's done right Almost like you need to be recognized in order to invoke the fear. Right. Well, we talked about entities needing to be recognized anyway, just period. Mm -hmm. We've always talked about how it seems, at least for me, a lot of it just seems to be looking for attention. Now, what goes on after that is all sorts of different stuff, depending Mm -hmm. on the circumstances. But a lot of it starts out as, look, it seems like something just trying to grab your attention. Right. Is that for, what, for whatever reason, I have no idea. I don't know. Is that what this thing is doing? And it does, does it choose to show itself with a hat to give itself something to be recognized about? I don't mm-hmm. know. I have no idea. Um, I don't know. This is all just way out there speculation. Well, that's what we're here for. Right? Well, if there wasn't, we wouldn't have a show. Yeah. <laughs> So here's another one, because you still haven't picked up on what I'm laying down. I saw him around 1988 or so. Jersey City, New Jersey. He was across from my bed near my window. Even though I couldn't see any features or his eyes, I could just feel that he was looking at me. I remember not being able to move and could literally hear my heart in my eyes and my ears. Beyond the scariest thing I've ever experienced in my life, he was pitch black, blacker than the darkness of my bedroom, and I would say about six feet, five inches tall. He had his fedora-looking like hat, and I could tell that he had on a large trench coat-type garment. Hmm. I'm trying to think. We've already been over that it's been at night. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I can hear is that they know it's looking at them. There you go. They can't see its face. Yep. How is that? No. Right. The one guy even said it looked away. I could tell it looked away from me. Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as, as soon as he recognized, as soon as the 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 person having recognized or had. What am I trying to say here? The person having the experience as soon as they instigated contact. Mm-hmm. Right. As soon as they like, oh, I see it. Then it could be then they felt it looking at them, mm-hmm. which is a... really weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, just trying to put myself in that situation as best as I can. I don't know if I I mean, I guess people do. You can get the feeling that you're being watched. Right. Mm-hmm. And you don't even see anything. You just kind of get that feeling. That's the only thing that I can personally correlate that to in my mind. Is it like the feeling of being watched? But they specifically yeah. say, I can tell it was looking at me, mm-hmm. though I couldn't see its face. Well, uh, when I was talking to the guy on the railroad tracks, felt that. Mm-hmm. He felt it staring at him as he walked by. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it always kind of seems that the experience experiencer is the center of the hat man's yeah, intent. Yeah. Yeah, that's his intent is to be there almost just to watch, mm-hmm. which is pretty disturbing. Right. No kidding. I got one more if you want to hear. Yeah, it. let me hear it. So um, this one kind of goes, I don't want to say it goes against, but doesn't have the same aspects as yours. Um, this happened. Uh, this is again from the same uh, hat man 
Patman Project website, another another mm-hmm. experience from there. This person happened around 2012-ish, 2014, somewhere in there. Uh, this person was walking home from work at night past a familiar graveyard. Mm-hmm. Um, taking this, walk this route all the time. The graveyard never creeped him out, nothing like that. Um, and as he was walking, he said it was a nice night, about half a moon, so it was pretty pretty good visibility. Um, so he's walking by the graveyard up ahead of him on the right side of the road stood a six to seven foot tall man that was all dark shadow with a large fedora wide brimmed hat um the the presence of this hat man immediately filled him full of dread and like just made his blood run cold um he couldn't make out any features even though the hat man was what he thought was standing directly under a streetlight. Like it looked like the hat man was standing directly under a streetlight, but he couldn't make out any features, just that black cutout. Um, really creeped him out and he quickly walked past and then turned around to make sure he wasn't being followed and the hat man had disappeared. Ugh. So his heckles went off and he ran the rest of the way home. But it, it, it kind of does have that aspect to it. It's almost like it's just standing there to watch him. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just giving you the giving you that evil eye as you're walking right. by. You know what I mean? But another thing I'm noticing now that we're talking about it is like you can't seem to get too close to it, or it'll disappear. Like the one guy people, was like, "Good." I don't think they want to get close to it. They just kind of get by it, and then when they once they're past it, they turn around and it's. I guess. So, um, so he went, he actually went back to investigate, um, with a friend and they didn't get any creepy vibes. He wasn't creeped out. Um, then you even went there at night and he realized there was no street light. Ooh, interesting. That's he a says, twist. He clearly remembers an orange glow surrounding the hat man. Like it was under a street light. Oh, but there's weird. no street light in the place what where the hat was. Right? And then in that same year, he also saw two dogs, he says, of abnormal stature with longer than normal legs and amber covered eyes giving off a low growl. Oh, that weird. really freaked him out. Um, Were they on he, all fours? It seems like it, yeah. Otherwise, he probably wouldn't have called them dogs. Yeah. Because I don't know, did you see that video going around of like the brown, the tannish, weird looking dog? And it's got no, like super so. long giraffe legs. I mean, not that oh. it's the it's real. It's a real thing walking. Yeah, there's the a there's a wolf like that. Yeah, it's it almost looks, looks like almost, a hyena, um, but it's yeah. got really long, lanky legs. Yeah, I think there's a there's a natural wolf that it looks kind of bizarre. Yeah, like kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not natural, but this, I don't know. He said it had abnormal features. Like, it didn't look quite right for a dog. A not dog. A not dog. And it was wearing a hat. <laughs> and a, yes. And it had on a fedora. <laughs> uh, it's so strange. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know. It's the it, hat thing that gets me. Right. Right. I can't just be a normal shadow person. Well, because the only other time I have ever heard 
well, I won't say the only, because we did do an episode way early in Silver Pilled of that one story of the the uh, aliens with the Bigfoot, or the UFO, I guess, with the Bigfoot on the farm mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. And yeah. the guy was saw a shadow of a man with a sickle and a hat. Remember oh, that's that? right. I do remember that. So revert back to one to that episode, wherever the heck it is in the archives. But <laughs> a um, long time ago. But that, and then I alluded to it a long time ago, doing an episode on it. But it might be the perfect time to bring it up: is the Dark Watchers? Because mm-hmm. I know they wore hats. These oh, black... did they? Yeah, that's what made oh. stood out to me about them. I don't ever remember hearing. Of... I mean, it's I haven't looked into them at all. I've just heard stories, but. That's well, interesting. So I've got the information pulled up that I did a long time ago to do an episode on. So it's not much. So we could probably just add it in. Okay. I could stumble through it here. So these things are seen, are still seen around the Santa Lucia, Lucia, L U C I A mountains of California. Now they're okay. said to be harmless but other legends do blame them for strange disappearances around these mountains. Um, They're also known as the old ones. Hmm. Their legend and existence has been passed down orally in the Chumash, C-H-U-M-A-S-H tribe, and even depicted in the tribe's cave paintings. So they're pretty darn old. Um, These strange entities have also have been seen for centuries. Even Spanish colonizers reported seeing them. Hmm. Um, they were in some actual notable short stories. One was by John Steinbeck and his short story Flight. So I don't know. I don't have much information on that, but okay. I have in quotations. Pepe looked up to the top of the next dry withered ridge. He saw a dark form against the sky a man's figure standing on top of a rock, and he glanced away quickly, not to appear curious, when a moment later he looked up and the figure was gone. Hmm. It was also written about in 1937 by the poet Robert Jeffers. It was mentioned in his poem, Such Counsels You Gave to Me. In quotations, Hmm. he thought it might be one of the watchers who are often seen in this length of coast range, and it forms the forms that look human to human eyes but certainly are not human they come from behind ridges to watch wow um so legends say that um, if you try to approach them or get close they will vanish in a cloud of black smoke Hmm. um in the mid 60s uh monterrey peninsula local who was the past principal of a local high school saw them while hiking in the mountains He had enough time to study the dark figure, to see its clothing, and notice how the figure was strangely studying the mountains. When the principal called out, um, the figure disappeared. So the description given is giant shadow figures. They are human-like in appearance, but they are often described as wearing a cloak and a brimmed hat. They are seen standing on the tops of mountains against a twilight sky only around dusk or dawn. They seem to stand motionless and silent, observing travelers or people below them. So again, they're standing out. They're 
trying to be seen because you don't you don't ridge line yourself right exactly unless you're trying to be seen wow that was the only other time i have heard of an entity in a trench coat with a brimmed hat specifically Mm -hmm. it almost it almost sounds like there's something else out there mimicking something this, i don't know watchers you know what i mean this unless there's like a there's... lot of strange things out there with the same taste in attire right well maybe that's just what's fashionable right now and goes or to... then i don't know i don't know yeah i know it's really interesting because there seems to be because i i remember hearing stories of the watchers they never seem to be they they give people a fright but they don't seem to give that evil dread right Right. And that's what I'm saying. Are there more than one entity? There's the hat man, and then there's mm-hmm. other entities that just like hats. Right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I want to all... see, see an entity with one of the little hats that have the propellers on them. And I know. That would be awesome. Right. That, that might be kind of haunting, too, actually. That might be like, whoa. <laughs> Especially if it's like six foot eight or something. Yeah, with one of those. Like a really <laughs> tiny head and big old arms, man. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe the hat man would be better at that point. I don't know. Don't care for what you wish for, right? But I just oh, and the, I guess now that I'm spitballing this idea, there is another entity, a strange entity that is known to wear a fedora. The Men in Black. Well, that's true. They're I a little mean, bit more solid, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not the shadows, but mm-hmm. I mean that actually matches their attire, though. They're wearing a suit. I guess mm-hmm. Hat Man wears a trench coat, but. They seem to, the men in black, wow. The hat man seems to be the shadow. You know, like if you would picture a man in black and the the shadow of a man in black, that's the hat man. But are they ever described as really tall? Because all these, Mm -hmm. really? Tall, skin. I thought they were short and and weird in some instances. Like Keel talked about him being kind of short, didn't he? Oh, that's true. Well, maybe next week. The Men in Black. The Men in Black. We've talked. We've we've shared stories of them. We've never really done a, a specific deep dive mm-hmm. on them, though. I just I have no idea what to make of it all, and I say that I in every episode because I'll never know what to make yeah. of it all. <laughs> um, it just it seems like they like hats a lot, right? Yeah, oh, there's just, just bad hair day ghosts dressed for the occasion and so i did like a deep dive on hats i'm like well what was the fedora meant for was it like a fashion thing well it was also meant to keep like rain like any hat Mm -hmm. you know baseball hats meant to keep the sun out of your eyes whereas like this was meant to keep the rain out of your face Mm -hmm. "Mm -hmm, that doesn't really make much sense either it's just it's got to be a calling card type of situation right i want you to know who i am i want you to recognize me Mm -hmm. and that is haunting to me it is because it shows an intelligence. It shows an intelligence, and it and why, right? An intelligence yeah. that wants recognition. It will look at serial killers. They always leave a calling card, the, right? You know, and that's a lot of times how they get caught. But it's, it's just, it's like that narcissistic. Mm-hmm. I want you to know. I, I secretly want you to catch me. I secretly want you to know who I, my true identity. Right. And that's just disturbing to me. It's well, I think it's still along the lines of everything else is trying to get noticed. 
And if it's true that they're using the hat as a calling card, then that would mean that there's they're in competition yeah, with other entities for attention. To be noticed. Yeah, for attention for like our children. Attention. Like right. my kids are always like that, trying to jump higher than the other one and yell mm-hmm. louder to get my attention. Well, that's, I mean, that's a human trait, though. We do that at work, trying to get yeah, recognition, promotions. We do that in our podcast, trying to yeah. get more people to listen to us. It's a good point. You do that when you're trying to, like, go to the bars and, you know, mm-hmm. do whatever seedy things you do when you go out to the bars. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what I mean, though? A lot of human, a big human trait is trying to get attention. Then that almost sounds like these have more of a human trait more than mm-hmm. a demonic trait or a... they could be i mean I, is it i don't know this sounds demonic to me you show it up does. in my bedroom I'm... watching me while i sleep sometimes causing mm-hmm. sleep paralysis right maybe you know maybe. at least you, you're know. correlated with sleep paralysis you just sit in my room uninvited unannounced mm-hmm. that like that sound blacker than black i mean mm-hmm. or is it something that just gives people maybe not so much if they're in the room but people outside is it just something that people get weirded out because it's unnatural right it's not part of the natural world so we already we get a feeling of dread yeah i suppose that's true you know what i mean yeah maybe i guess anything uninvited standing in my bedroom at night i would get Mm -hmm. that feeling of dread and fear you know and shock and and you know even if it was just a fluffy puppy man i get that yeah, way when my kids in my bedroom right. in the middle of the night uninvited like i get that. like to stare right at your face while you're sleeping yeah like yeah. I'll, I'll wake up out of a daze and you know i'll see the silhouette of my oldest standing in the doorway and it freaks me out you know mm-hmm. because you're startled awake and it's the last thing you expect to see and it takes a while for your brain to start processing what you're seeing i mean in reality it only takes a split second or two but it feels like forever mm-hmm. right i Man, that's kind of a haunting thought, though, trying to get attention, right? I don't know. I just, and again, I don't have, I've never heard anybody talk about these things. The whole the whole paranormal ball, whatever it all is, always seemed to me it was trying to get our attention from UFOs, shining lights, which, and it, they probably would don't need if you can travel the universe. Mm-hmm. We've said that you should be able times. to have night vision. Right, yeah. like, you don't need windshields. I'm sorry. Right, or portholes. You know, port. Yeah, from UFOs shining off lights when they should be able. I mean, if they can, if they can fly without sound, they should be able to see without light. Right, Bigfoot crossing the road in front mm-hmm. of the one random car that's there at midnight you know mm-hmm. the the back country road that sees two vehicles a night mm-hmm. he just happens to run across like that's even though he's probably been standing there for 15 minutes waiting for it yeah you know to to dogman coming out and chasing you until chasing you get through you. the cemetery gates right until it's just about to have you but then just runs away mm-hmm. you know even even linda or um linda godfrey you know, she said a lot of times how it's interesting that these creatures never harm humans. Yeah. Well, think about Bigfoot smacking your house, waking mm-hmm. you up, staring right. in your window. 
And yeah. Hat Man, it seems like as soon as he notices that you notice him, poof, all mm-hmm. of a sudden he's gone. Right. He got his his fix. Maybe that's why there's like that um stigma of we don't talk about it. You know, because right. if it wants the attention and now we're bringing it attention, now it's mm-hmm. on the forefront of our minds, you know, does it make right. it hungry for more? I guess we'll find out tonight after this recording. Right. I know if we have a, well, we'll have a micro dose about it then and release that <laughs> early. <laughs> I knocked his hat off. It was the worst idea ever. <laughs> the worst hairdo <laughs> ever. Oh my gosh. He was bald. <laughs> And I remember the 80s, and it was worse than that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So I don't know. I think you're right, though. I think half the time, this stuff, for whatever reason, well, fairies, mm-hmm. for whatever reason, want our attention so bad that they they take on calling cards. They right. knock on your house at night. They show up in areas at times they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And I just they hide your stuff they move it around right yeah i mean we even talked about that Mm -hmm. poltergeists look you know banging Mm -hmm. doors and throwing dishes across the room no one ever gets hurt well there are stories of like yes horrific and i will i will attribute that to demonic right Mm -hmm. but and and i don't know but look at a lot of poltergeist situations we talked about skinwalker ranch as soon as it was noticed it got progressively worse Mm -hmm. yeah in almost every circumstance from poltergeists leading up to full-blown exorcisms to skinwalker mm-hmm. ranch leading up to the government buying the property to investigate it right it all starts out so little and benign yeah until you start feeding into it and giving it attention and you know in some instances with the ph- phenomenon gifting it and receiving mm-hmm. things in return like it's just yeah i don't know I don't know. I don't know. There's so much to unpack out of all of that. And I could be way off off the rails oh, I'm, with that. I'm sure especially. we both are, but um it's just something I've noticed researching for this show that I just like to bring up because I just yeah. don't hear anybody else saying it. Yeah. And we could be one hundred percent wrong, but maybe we're a little mm-hmm. right. Who knows? Who who knows anymore? I'm but sure a lot of people think they know. So <laughs> go ahead and reach out to me and tell me what you think you're so right about. No, I'm just kidding. No, no. but anyway. Well, yeah, let's hope that uh, we don't see any uh, fedora wearing shadow people tonight. Right? No kidding. Because he'll regret coming into my bedroom. First thing I'm going to do is hat man. The shadow nose. Like, I'm getting out of here. Wait, can I get your autograph, Mr. Shadow? So you need to tell me you're the hat man? How do I know it's really you? You have some sort of identification. Sure, my name is, wait a minute. Oh dear. Wow. That's why we never have any paranormal experiences. I know. Maybe, you know, maybe I understand it's why I don't have friends, but if I'm really starting <laughs> to scare off the scary, then maybe I should re- reevaluate where I am in my life. <laughs> right. Getting too weird for the paranormal <laughs> yeah. entities. Maybe I should uh, take a step back. Uh, here. I'll just add that to my resume. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, what does everyone think? Have you had a Hatman experience that you need to get off your chest? 
You think it's all a bunch of fooey nonsense? Do you know more about an unknowable topic than we do? Um, just let us know. Reach out to us. Do you have a topic you want us to look into? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, we're, uh, we're open for topic ideas. If we can make a full-blown episode out of it, we will definitely dive into it. Yeah, we've had suggestions in the past, but it's hard to... Sometimes it's hard to make a full episode out of it and kind of put those on the back burner until maybe we can correlate it, kind of like Dark Watchers tonight, until we can kind of introduce it into something relatable to it. So, yeah. Keep them coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we definitely read them all. We love hearing them all. So. Yep. Because we love you all. Yeah. So, until next week. Uh, let's still kill the world. Yeah. That's really tough. That was really bad.